everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Living It Up With Love. I'm your host, Love. <laughs> Since this is only my technically second legit episode, but third episode, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about my life. Go in detail a little bit. I'm kidding. Um, I really just wanted to focus on mental health and ADHD and all the things you could possibly be going through. Mostly because, personally, I've been noticing the way I've been acting. Um, I have been going all over the place. So, if you're wanting to listen, sit back and relax. This might be a long one. Enjoy the show. And I'm also very sorry if um, (laughs) my thing cuts out again. I'm still getting used to this whole podcast thing. So, I hope you enjoy um, and I hope you learned something from this. I hope you gain something from this. I hope you learn more about me from this. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, so like I said, I said that um, I have been noticing that I literally feel like I'm going crazy lately. Um, the last three days, um, well, my best friends, basically cousin Irene, aka Irene, was over. And oh my gosh, I don't know why, but I just felt like I was jumping around the whole time. Like, literally going psycho. I was jumping around, I was annoying people, I was making people, like, my mom and my my parents, my sisters. I was just, like, making them, like, hug me and just, like, jumping on them. And I literally don't know why. And so I was just like, geez, I'm crazy. But, if you don't know me, I was recently diagnosed with ADHD. Um... My ADHD more leans towards, um, focusing than, like, jumping around, but I also feel like I've been very crazy lately, and I don't know if that's because last week I was just super quiet, laid back, like, was so busy that I kind of, like, couldn't go crazy that this week I have just been letting all my jitters out, so, like, let me know if you feel that way. Let me know if you if you kind of go through those things, if you have ADHD or if you don't, if you don't know. Um, yeah. So that's one thing about me. I was diagnosed with ADHD recently and it's been, it's been a journey. I feel like, I don't know about y'all, but if you've ever been diagnosed with something, do you ever just like sit back and like take two seconds to like realize what you're doing in the moment and then be like oh shoot like this is related to my condition because that's me all the time like i'm like oh it's fine like i have adhd but that's also not an excuse to like be mean to people which i hope i'm not mean to people but like i'm always just like oh it's fine like you know i was like literally diagnosed with it what can i do you know but Sometimes life just doesn't work like that, and you just have to keep going. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, I will say it's- for a long time I didn't know I had it, and I thought that I did, but I never really talked about it with, like, anyone ever. But since I was younger, I've always noticed that I was, like, I could never sit down and read a book. Like, I could never- sit down for more than two seconds and actually do something unless I enjoyed it. Which most people are like, obviously. 
But even if I enjoyed it sometimes, like, I had to pause and, like, get up for a little bit or, like, talk to my mom. But that's what I can remember. Like, in sixth grade, I was, like, always random. Like, I was always doing something. But in the middle of that something, I stopped and would go do something else and then come back to it. Like, dude. It's been kind of crazy. And, like, since, what, fifth grade... Like, I don't know why, but I just kind of started to feel way more low. Like, I was so down. I was literally like, I don't want to do this today kind of mood, you know? And it took a toll on me. It literally ruined me. Like, dragged me down most of my life. Um, made middle school and high school possibly, like, the worst experiences ever. Um yeah i still do i'm always like going back and forth between counselors between therapists you know trying to just lay low and talk about my feelings also i'm going to say this now if you need a therapist go get one it is worth it it sounds like a lot of time and pain and it's not just know like even if you're not like like professionally diagnosed with like like in mental illness like if you need a therapist or just need someone to talk to you go to talk to a counselor it is so worth it i promise the reason why it is so worth it is because like i read somewhere that or heard somewhere that everyone needs a therapist which i think is so true like Sometimes when I talk to mine, like, I'm not even, like, depressed. Like, I just I just feel like talking to someone. And it's always so helpful because, like, it helps me feel grounded. It helps me feel like I'm sharing a brain with someone else. Does that make sense? <laughs> um, but it just reminds me that, like, I'm not the only person who has to keep thinking about the random things in my head. Like, I can tell someone who won't tell someone else. So it's like, how do I say this? It's like you're moving stuff out of something, but it's not leaving the room. So like if you were moving things from one box to another, it's still in the room, but it's in a different box. So like you can, you can still get to it. You can still think about those things. It's just with something else. Did that make sense? Like at all? That's the way I think of it. That's why I just thought of it right now. But yeah like starting sixth grade um i was really depressed um trigger warning trigger warning hello hello um i may or may not talk about some really low points in my life like when i was suicidal before um so if that triggers you and you can't listen to it please 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 take care of yourself and pause right now or skip to when I don't talk about it if you want to keep listening um so in sixth grade I was um very depressed <laughs> and I was finding myself I was still like dude I don't know who I am I kind of hate my friends I don't want to do school anymore I don't feel happy at home sort of thing and so it led to me being very down that I literally, like, didn't want to continue with my life. Like, I just didn't want to. Um, and so, 
that sat with me until I was a, hmm, until like last year actually. And obviously those things don't just go away. Like there, there's nothing in your brain that could literally stop you from thinking a certain thing. It's all a process. And right now I'm doing really good. If you're wondering, um, I've been feeling really good lately, but back to that. Um, I, I will admit I was like, I was very suicidal up until my sophomore year and it ruined me, literally ruined. Um, it made me so distracted from life and made me so terrible that like I lost all social skills. I lost the will to want to keep going, which is literally terrible because even though life sucks so much, we have so much to offer. And even if we're on this little planet of a couple billion people, we still have so much to offer and we still have so much life to live. So if that's um, something you need to hear today, I hope that helps. Um, but back to the, you know, middle school life. Um, seventh and eighth grade, I was still finding myself, you know, from elementary school to middle school, whole different setting. Um, again, my friends were toxic. I was still finding the right friends to have. Um, for some reason, my time in middle school was always like, you need to have a boyfriend. Which is why that ruined me, because I felt like I wasn't the standard. Unfortunately, that is the issue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hi, again. My laptop is like literally breathing. <laughs> MacBook problems, but we're just going to keep going with this episode. So I'm sorry if you hear a loud air noise in the background. So, as I was saying, the standard, the standard back in the, back in the day. What the fork? the standard back in middle school was very high back then you know you had to be skinny you had to be tall you had to play sports and you had to wear american eagle jeans literally every girl i knew who had a boyfriend wore american eagle jeans and i was just like i ain't about that life yet (laughs) yet because i literally own 100 pairs now but um yeah that was like that was how it was when I was in middle school and like everyone in middle school was like self-diagnosed depressed and I'm not saying that being self-diagnosed is bad it's just like I feel like everyone had that same vibe you know um everyone loved what's his name x his music um everyone everyone loved those sad edits And I was just like, guys, this is not what being depressed is like, I promise you. Because I was diagnosed with it when I was in sixth grade. And so I was just like, is this really like how people view being upset about something? Like, this isn't me. And so, like, yeah. Because of that standard, my anxiety went up and up and up and up and up. And I was just like... Am I ever going to be enough for these freaking people? Well, we'll never know yet. But people were always just expecting a lot. Oh, in middle school, I was a leadership kid, which made things worse. But I was okay with it for some reason. Um, 
when I was in middle school and middle school leadership, I wanted to do so much for our school, whether it was planning something, buying something. I just always wanted to do something for our school because I just always felt the need to. That's just always been me. I'm still like that. But that put my anxiety so high up in the air that like, I felt like people were not going to love what I put together. And so to this day, I still am like that. I am a planner. I am someone who wants to make something for someone and I get so scared if people don't love it. Like it's just a thing and it's just, it's made me worse. And so over time, through 8th grade, 9th grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, my anxiety has drawn more to um, safety. I Lately, I just haven't felt safe. And it's been like that for like the last three years. Whether that was security, like physical security, like, oh my gosh, someone's going to rob my house. Or like... Um, what's it called? Reassurance? Like, I wasn't safe inside my head. Like, I really needed, like, that reassurance by people to remind myself that I was loved because if I wasn't, I felt unsafe. And I don't know why, but that's just how I grew up. I always felt like it was weird. It was weird to hear I love you from my family. And now I tell them all the time. And I don't know if they think I'm joking or not, but I always, I always tell them. <laughs> um, because before, when I was younger, um, the word love wasn't a big deal. It was literally never a big deal. Um, like I, I never said I love you to my parents, to my sisters, maybe to my grandma. My grandma's just like a, literally a ball of love, but like, we never did. And every time I met someone at school, it was always just like very quick, like, I love you, you know? But now I take it so differently and it's genuinely affected the way I think. Anyway, when I tell someone I love them, it literally puts me in a whole better mood. And so like, I've noticed this past two years, my mental health has increasingly gotten better just because... I've learned the point of love, you know? The point of telling people that you love them. And I stand by that. I'm always just like, dude, I love you. Tell someone else you love them. And, like, when I say it puts me in a better mood, I mean, like, I'm skyrocketing. Like, I could literally do anything. Feel so capable of life. And so, <laughs> that's another life tip for you. But continuing my journey. Um... When was it? Freshman and sophomore year. Freshman year. Holy moly, Donna Chop. It was wild. I was like crying every day. I don't know why. But like I had panic attacks all the time. I think high school, the beginning of high school was just kind of crazy to me. Um, I had great friends at the time. I was always just hanging out with them. But I was that one girl. I'm not a pick-me girl, I swear. But I was always just that one girl who, like, if I made one friend, I wanted to be around them the whole time and, like, wanted to spend my life with them. And my toxic trait is that I rush into things too fast. Whether I'm 
romantically interested or not. I literally am like, bam, two days in. We're best friends. We're best friends. And because of that, I literally, I know they know too much about me. I know too much about them. All the walls are down and it literally sucks. Because when things go by too fast or when you make things go by too fast, you can't enjoy them. You don't feel happy. Reminds me of an ice cream cone, you know? Like if you if you eat it too fast, you're not even going to enjoy the fact that you bought ice cream. It's literally just like sugar and cream low-key frozen on a cone. And when you just finish it, like it's not good. Like within two minutes, it's terrible. So, like, when you take your time on literally anything, you get to enjoy it a little longer. But back to what I was saying, I rushed into things too fast, which means a lot of my friendships ended a lot earlier than it should have. It was more of like a, um, what's the word? It was like speed dating, but not speed dating. We were like friends for two seconds and then it was over because at the time, I just needed that friend. And so, that made my mental health even worse because I lost all my friends. I didn't really know who to talk to and it was kind of just like a lot of people knew my story. Like, a lot of people knew all the bad things about me, all the sad things about me because that's all that I told them. Like, they didn't know the other side of me, the other side who was happy and wants to spread love and you know be happy with everyone it was more of just like i'm only talking to you because i'm sad and it's all you need to know and but that's that's what happens when that's all they need to know you only tell them what is going on when you're sad and then they share it with the world <laughs> trust issues ruins literally everyone but like It literally just like goes crazy okay and so because i trusted people too fast everything just literally fell apart like i i was always just crying to that one person you know and they were getting tired of it and they didn't get to personally know how i needed help you know only what two three people in my life have truly seen that part of me where i'm like upset and then I can just like jump into the next thing like I can move on but those people only knew the sad part of me and so instead of helping me feel better they let me sit in my sadness and they sadden it with me so it's like I would cry to them and I would drag them down and I'm really sorry if I ever did that to anyone that is listening right now I'm genuinely so sorry because I was in a learning, I was in a learning phase. I was still learning how to cope. I was still, wow, all the things, but like only a few people really knew how to help someone. So if you're listening, pay attention because if you have a friend who is having a hard time mentally, here are some things to get people to feel better. So... I posted about it on my Instagram the other day. If you know someone who is feeling sad or is like crying in the moment, do not, and I mean do not, 
do not say those corny lines that are like, smile, crying won't help. Do not say that. Or like, positive vibes, just think good vibes. Excuse me. Or like, what's the other one? Um, you have, like, people can, people are probably having it worse right now. Okay, you're right. People are probably having it worse right now. But in my mind, in my head, I'm having it worse. I'm having the bigger ish right now in my head because it's me. Like, I can't, I can't stop being sad to go fix someone else. No one can. So it's like, don't tell those things to people because it'll only make them feel worse. It's a, it's like a, it's a thing most people who are very sad feel, you know? It's like, if they're sad and someone else is sad, they're not going to feel bad and fix themselves to fix the other. They're going to be sad with them and make it bigger and make it worse. And it's going to be a bigger hole for them to be in. So when someone is in the middle of a crisis, whether that is they're trying to hurt themselves, they are crying so much that they can't breathe, they're having a panic attack, they are having any sort of attack, the best way to comfort them is ask, what can I do? They don't even have to, the person that is upset doesn't even have to have, like, something to help them. All they need is comfort and reassurance. So just always remind them, I'm here for you. I love you. If you ever need anything, come to me. And say it with meaning, okay? Don't just be like, comfort me for anything, but then not do it. So, that helps. Take it. Take it or leave it, but it is something that everyone needs to know because we're so focused on mental health right now, but we're not focusing on how to help people. Because all you ever hear is get a therapist, good vibes only, talk to someone. Sometimes it's hard for people to get up and get out of their comfort zone to talk to people that are adults. So sometimes being with a friend is easier. And you don't have to play therapist. You don't have to fix their lives. You just have to remind them that you're there. That's something I wish I knew when I was a freshman because, oh gosh, if I knew that, then I... I literally would have felt so much better about myself and just felt reminded that I was loved or something. But it's important to practice those resources and find those things for yourself and for other people. Um, been one thing I've been learning a lot lately is to how to approach someone without being like positive vibes only. Those people are equivalent to Raiden women. Ray Dunn people. You know those plates at Home Goods that everyone knows about? <laughs> the ones with like the that really skinny font. <laughs> that is so funny. But yeah. Continuing on. When this pandemic started, my mental health was in like a weird gray space. I was like happy and sad and happy and sad, happy and sad. And I was just like, do I need to decide what I'm feeling? For the rest of my life? No, you don't. That's the answer. Short answer? No. You don't need to decide to be happy or sad a whole year. Like, you can be whatever you want. You can feel whatever you want. I will say, being happy is always the goal, though. Um, like, when you're going crazy, just know it's a step in life to something. 
but when this pandemic started, I was low-key happy that I didn't have to go to school for two weeks, and then it turned into six months, and then it turned into a whole year, and here we are. But at the time, I was just like, you know what? I have been so depressed this whole month. Maybe this is a good time to reset. And it was. Oh my gosh, I have I've literally gotten to know myself so much more. I went from a, a girl who had no idea what she wanted to do in life. I still don't, but like more and more by the day I'm finding my interests in life. Right now I'm kind of leaning towards being a teacher, but <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know what to do, guys. But, um, yeah, the beginning of this pandemic, I really learned about myself, and for a while, I was very happy, but that was just because I had my responsibilities and all that, and then, and then, school hit me like a bus. Holy moly, Regina George who? Is her name Regina George? I can't remember. But school hit me like a bus. I... Was good for like what the first few months was finally getting back into a routine that wasn't just getting up at twelve PM, drinking a nice coffee, watching movies all day, playing outside, going back to bed. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that I keep burping. I'm drinking a Coca-Cola as we speak. But yeah, for a while I was like very happy because I didn't have any responsibilities and then school came around and bam. I was going crazy. Really bonkers. And when I got a one week break, I didn't want to get out of it. I'm still recovering from winter break. And it's now March. And so, <laughs> spring break is coming up. What am I going to do? Um, school has been very different. And it's really ruined my management. I literally forgot how to manage my time. I do so many things at once. And... You would think, being at home, I wouldn't have to, but I still am. And because I'm home, I have to fulfill my home responsibilities a lot more than I used to. And it's really it's taking a toll on me, again. But that's because I, no one can pick what feeling they want to feel for the rest of their year, you know? Life just picks it for you and you just go with it. Um, right now almost spring I'm feeling a little bit better about my life because the sun's out and it's making me feel good um I mean in January was my birthday really hard month winter is always really hard for me in general like January February it was really hard just because um fact about me I have a sister who died um, before I was born, and so I always felt like a odd spiritual attachment to her. And obviously that's because we're sisters, but like, I literally never met her, and I feel so attached to her. And so, I was, I, I'm always just like really down during the time of her, like when she died, and like her anniversary, because they were like within the same month. And so, that really drags me down, and then Recently, my aunt had passed at the end of January, right before my birthday, and dang, did that break me. Oh my gosh. I am not a good person when it comes to grieving. Like, I will literally just shut out the world. And sometimes that's okay. You just really, you really need that space. 
And so I'll go more to that topic of grieving in a different episode because I feel like I've been dealing with it a lot lately and it's important to talk about. And that, my friends, is my lovely mental health journey that I'm still trying to figure out. Um, some quick tips before I close out this episode. Um, start with reminding people that you love them. It's easier to love others than yourself. And when you, when you remind other people that you love them, it makes you feel at a high. And then it reminds, it reminds you of, um, the good things about yourself and why you're so good, why you're such a great person. And that makes you love yourself a little more. And I've learned that this whole year. And so, like, before I used to be a person who literally hated the way I looked, acted, did anything. And now, since I focus so much on reminding people that I love them, I have learned that I am a person of loving and that that is my best trait. And that is something that I love completely about myself. So if that helps, call someone right now. Pause the episode, call someone, tell them you love them. It can be one person, 10 people, it doesn't matter. It's beneficial to literally everyone. It makes everyone's day, especially right now when we can't actually be together. Another tip of mine is to get rested and it doesn't even involve sleeping it could be just chilling like zoning out like that's resting your body and mind and distracting yourself from all the crazy things that could possibly be going on in your life my favorite way to do this shower i love a good shower especially hot water wow but my last my last tip for you regarding mental health and mental illnesses, ADHD in general, is to take a second to yourself and to step back and just take a second to realize what you're going through. Because sometimes you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm sad, it's whatever, and move along. It's not healthy. Take a second to notice what's going on with you so that you can find help if you need it or just something to keep on going. Because if you're burnt out, you're going to be burnt out for the rest of your life if you don't take care of yourself. So, I hope that helped. I hope y'all enjoyed this week's episode. Oh, I'm out of breath. These are my favorite topics to talk about when it comes to mental health and things, just because I think that everyone needs to know a little more. So yeah. Also know that this is not the only episode about mental health that I will be going over. There are so many other things to talk about with mental health, your safety, anxiety, all the things. So yeah. Thank you all for listening. Um, That was a very vulnerable episode. I love you all. Good morning if you're waking up. Good afternoon if it's lunchtime for you. And good evening if you're closing your eyes to go to sleep. Get rested. Stay hydrated. Send love to everyone you can. Um, This is me sending love to you all. 